Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. doesn't play the games that we play and he's not focused on technicalities what is it the Bible says God looks at what does it mean when it says that he looks at the heart he's looking at you not you you right what you really think what you really want what you're really about that's what he's focused on that's what he's focused on As Christians, it's easy to forget how God works in our everyday lives. Today, Pastor Robert reminds us that there are no loopholes or easy ways out in our walk with Him. God is a rewarder of those who commit to their faith, and He wants you, with all your flaws, to follow Him. Let God lead you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert as he continues his message, Fruits of Faith. Second Kings chapter 13 gives us another unusual miracle to look at. It seems to suggest that kind of possibility. 2 Kings chapter 13, verses 20 to 21. It says, Then Elisha died, and they buried him. And the raiding bands from Moab invaded the land in the spring of the year. So it was, as they were burying a man, that suddenly they spied a band of raiders. And they put the man in the tomb of Elisha. And when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood to his, stood on his feet. Now, you understand what just happened here? They're in the middle of burying some guy. I mean, he's dead. There's no doubt the guy's dead. They're burying him. But they realize that this band of raiders is coming upon him from the people of Moab, and they got to quickly do something. Temporary, temporary solution so we can fight for our crops, our livestock, our families, our homes. So they just quickly put this guy kind of over in Elisha's tomb. And he immediately stands up, apparently. Now, how do you explain it? Apparently a residue of the spiritual power that God had imparted to Elisha must have remained present in his bones even after he died. That's weird. Don't ask me to explain that. I don't have an answer. Listen, there are some things that it's just dangerous to speculate too much. If God wanted us to know the answer, I think He would have given it to us. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
If he wanted you to know how that works, I think it would have been put, there's nothing more in there. Read the chapter. Go, go back and read the whole thing there. Second Kings chapter 13. There is no explanation. It just says they ditched the body and the body came back to life. It touched Elisha's bones. And that's all it took. No faith involved. Think about it. No faith involved. No prayer involved. No expectation of healing or, you know, resurrection. No, they just, they're like, we got, you know, look, there's an army coming. So they throw the dead body over in the cave or whatever it was, and the guy comes back to life. Regarding Acts chapter 5, my personal opinion, that's all I got, is that Peter's shadow didn't have any kind of power. I mean, it's a shadow for crying out loud. We're not talking about something tangible like bones. It's his shadow. So how exactly do we explain what was going on in Jerusalem? How is it that people were being physically healed as a result of Peter's shadow falling on them? Well, I think it was the same thing that happens when somebody goes to one of these so-called faith healers who makes a big name for themselves and usually they drive beautiful Bentleys and sometimes even have like private jets and stuff. And because this so-called faith healer lays hands on the person or waves, you know, waves their code or their Bible or blows on us on one show where this guy's, you know, you know, that's the Holy Spirit. No, it ain't. Probably smells like the garlic you had with your pizza. It's not the Holy Spirit. But then the person gets healed. How do you explain that? People get healed. Well, listen, God honors an active faith. And he has mercy on people who are looking to him for healing and for help. He has mercy on us. One of the things that I see Christians sometimes get tripped up about is God doesn't really operate with technicalities and loopholes. See, that goes back to that thing about God rewarding those who diligently seek Him. He doesn't play the games that we play. And He's not focused on technicalities. What is it the Bible says God looks at? What does it mean when it says that He looks at the heart? He's looking at you. Not you. You. Right? What you really think, what you really want, what you're really about, that's what he's focused on. That's what he's focused on. Now, sometimes people try to use that as an excuse. You can't use that as an excuse. Like one preacher said, you know, you want to say God knows your heart. Well, the Bible says, yes, he does. And he says it is disgustingly wicked. He knows your heart. He won't play games. But you see, he's so completely merciful. He doesn't operate on the basis of, oh, you didn't say that quite right. Some people want to argue you didn't pray that prayer exactly right. That's ridiculous. If one of my kids or one of my grandkids comes to me with a request, I'm trying my best to understand. Sometimes I have to decipher what the two-year-old's trying to say, right? Because she calls this an APAT. But I now understand, you know, that two-year-old 
language on some things. Yogurt, sometimes I still have to really, it's like, what? Say that again. You know, we'll go through three or four times before I understand she's asking me for yogurt. God doesn't have to, he doesn't have to work at it. He understands exactly what's in your heart and what's on your mind. And he honors an active faith. There's a difference between passive faith and active faith. Passive faith believes God He might do something. He's capable of doing whatever it is. Active faith believes he will. Active faith believes he will do what I'm asking him to do. So how can I go from passive faith to active faith? Well, Romans 10, 17 helps us with that. It says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now this is said in Romans chapter 10 in the context of preaching. But do you understand that what's being said there is that you need to be spending more time in the Scriptures than in the pursuit of pleasure? God busted me with that one. That's something I had to wrestle with in my own heart because, I mean, it's my job to study and teach the Bible. It felt like work. Because for more than 30 years, I have been studying the Bible to teach it. I have been reading the Bible to teach it. The Lord had to remind me, because He loves me, He did remind me, that the Bible tells us the hard-working farmer is the first to partake of the crops. The context being, if you want to be strong enough to push a plow, you better eat some of those vegetables. You better have a steak every now and then. You need to feed yourself. The Scriptures, the Word of God, the bread of life. We need to feed ourselves, spend time and have people, have, have preachers, teachers that you trust. Be careful. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Acts, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream. 
you'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio. 